In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors, Soifangji and Kander journeyed deep into the net, deeper than most runners will go, and found themselves surrounded by daemon-infected avatars. Evading infected isn't easy, but somehow the two managed to square off against the avatar of Dark Matter himself, once the greatest net runner alive, and now nothing more than an infected husk. Soifangji ends the fight victorious and obtains the IP address for Dark Matter's deck, giving her a location in the real world. Um, I think Soifangji's going going straight straight for uh, the thing. Um, I will say Candor is going to kind of shoot you guys a text, uh, Abel and, and Saul, um, to just kind of like give you a heads up like, hey, we're on our way to the South Wharf. Uh, I guess a few blocks from the Longshoremen found the location of where they're keeping... Or where where Hellfire is, so yeah, that's that's what's going on with us. Alright. Um I guess at what point in us reclaiming or recovering the weapons would Abel and Saul get that message? I think that you have basically you have gotten everything kind of loaded up into a truck um and have made it to wherever you're gonna stash it, which is where? <laughs> Hmm. Well, what if we just drive around with it until we get um Soifanji and uh I mean technically is it this the Nanadi's ship, so they should have a good place to put it. Yeah, they can store our stuff for us. Yeah, I mean you could just park it in like the the police precincts like garage if you wanted to. Okay, yeah. That's a great idea. I'm down with that. Alright, so yeah, like you literally like 
hit the hit the key fob to lock the truck um and you're both standing in this car park and uh get a text from candor hey Saul, did you also get a text from candor let's read it together at the same time oh okay ready one two three uh, wait wait on three or like three go or what is it um shoot on shoot okay one is it like one two three shoot or one two shoot uh, uh, one two three shoot okay i already opened my text message fuck you man you always do this shit to me fuck is it it's a little thing Saul. we're all gonna die uh did you did you, did you get the little like subtext though that said candor saying that soy fungi is going to this place oh wow this isn't i kind of overheard a little bit isn't it near the longshoreman What's the text say? So, yeah, she says, you know, we have the location. Uh, she kind of just drops it on the map. Um, and, yeah, it's like a few blocks from the longshoreman, kind of towards the docks. Oh. Okay. Well, shit. I guess she had a good nap then, right? I guess so, but Soy is still crazy? Is this right? I thought, uh, whatever. Um, I guess we should just kind of be on our toes um. Oh, I got an idea. Saul's gonna jump into the back of the truck and rifle around until he can find like a high-powered taser. Okay, you have it. And yeah, he'll he'll kind of show it to Abel. Uh, do you do you want one if um, Soy gets a little like stabby stabby murder murder? Yeah, I mean, is, would there be any sort of like cooldown spray or something? You know, like when your computer starts getting overheated, you just need to like hit it with some cool some contact air. cleaner. Well, actually, so I was gonna look around for the entrapment foam, which is like a, a, a foam that like kind of hardens when it comes into contact with something. Um, he know yeah, they they have it in grenade oh, form. Um, well, there's this able. It's like if you throw it at soy fungi, it. it pops open um but it's it's foam it's not like something deadly it'll just it, it, it'll like kind of um trap soy fungi from moving yeah that sounds efficient yeah all right well i'm gonna take the taser with me because you know i don't know i just i wouldn't stay too close to that because it will um it'll probably get you too if you're like really close and you set it off right near you that's fair okay all right, let's get the um, let's get Soyfungi's sister's car and go meet up with Soyfungi, I guess. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a plan. What are we gonna do with? I guess we we shake. we we don't have all of these guys following us anymore. No, I think they're. I think they got their own shit. They're gonna talk to the Nadis. I mean, we can just leave the truck here. I don't think anybody's gonna mess with it. I'll also note that like the uh, Octo Tread is is tucked in yeah. this truck as well. Okay. Gotcha. It's got like it's got like wheels mm-hmm. on the back, uh, and so you're you're able to kind of just like, with with much effort, get it into there. But uh, yeah, it's it's in there. Okay, cool. So yeah, you guys can you guys can join, or head to that location, um, or you know do whatever. I kind of left it open ended for. Yeah, I think I think we're good to meet with Candor, right? We should, we should probably text Candor back until you know. Tell her that we'll, we're on our way. Um, you want you know what? I'm gonna drive. Um, just as a heads up, but do you want do you want to kind of like watch how I 
do it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that works. I, I don't think um, this car. Yeah, this car doesn't have a clutch, so it shouldn't be too big of a deal. So, what's a clutch? Um, we'll we'll talk about it, I guess, on the on the ride. Okay, you shoot Candra a text. Um, so Angie, she's walking next to you, and she said, and she sees her phone bing. She goes, "Hey, um, I know we're like really excited to kind of finish this, put it." put it to bed uh get the hellfire deck you want to like stop for coffee or something real quick uh we're so close though candor uh why would we why would we distract ourselves when we're almost there what do you need coffee for well i mean i don't know i just i used up a lot of adrenaline when we were you know patrolling the open net dodging infected and demons and stuff and I, I could use just, like, a little bit of liquid recharge. Okay. I guess that makes sense. If you're tired, you would require replenishing of your energy. Okay. Uh, we'll get coffee, but we will remain efficient. So, where would you like to get this coffee? Uh, I think there's a hot bean down the road. Okay. Let's go. You lead the way. All right. Yep. So she's going to lead you to a hot bean. Um, Abel and Saul, you get a text that says that they're grabbing coffee and they, and she gives you the location. She's just trying to, you know, trying to slow it. So slow Soifeng G down so that you guys okay. can catch yeah. up. And I'm sure we definitely get there. Yeah. So you, you arrive and, and Candor is just kind of sipping on a, on a c- cup of dark coffee. Um, Soifeng G sitting next to her in the booth and she goes, Hey, what's up? Guys, how'd the how'd the gun grab thing go? It went good. How did your um uh? You got a little bit of, like nosebleed going on. Who? Soy? You feeling okay? Uh, oh, uh, yes, I feel great actually. Um, Abel, Saul, now that you arrived, I have pretty great news. We are this close to acquiring the Hellfire Debt, and. We require your assistance. So have a seat and let us speak on how we shall proceed to do this efficiently and with minimal risk. Anyway, about the gun grab, uh, what did that pertain exactly? Uh, well, uh, Saul punched some buttons, got chased by homicidal bees. I learned how to drive a car. We got some guns, and some people got, you know, exploded by nanowatts. But all basically, you know, a Tuesday for us. Yeah, it's normal shit. But yeah, we got a we got a truck full of stuff back at the the PCP. So, uh, weapons. I mean, we we probably shouldn't talk about it like super loud, but yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. I apologize. I'm just very, very ready to acquire this deck that I've been searching for my entire life, and it's so within grasp that it is pretty much the only thing I can see at this moment. Um, either way, I'm glad that you made it back unscathed, and I realize uh, before, I guess I was... Yes, uh, I just apologize for earlier actions. And then Swiper just comes to there. 
I mean, it's, uh, if you don't attempt to cure your friends, then, I mean, what do you really do, right? Right. That can be, that can be interpreted as a form of love, right? I killed my sister and... Yeah, just don't, don't try to love me too much. Noted. You know, like, just a firm, a firm, a firm, solid, like, an unshakable like. Like the shaking of a hand as Sifunji sticks her hand out. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Do you also require coffee? Um, actually, you know, my hands haven't stopped shaking since the homicidal bees, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna give it a solid no for right now. Oh, I thought that was just my driving. Oh, I'm sorry. So no, the bees. No, the bees were pretty horrible. Yeah, bees are bad. I'm so curious about these bees. Like, Sifunji looks over, what, what made the bees homicidal? Were they trained? I mean, were they, they were like, they're actually kind of like nanobots. Nanobot bees. Wow. Yeah. Did you keep one? Uh, I mean, they're they are all deprogrammed, but they're back at the um, the depot. If you want to go like play around with them, um, I don't think they're gonna be like good to use though. I don't really think you could like hack into them um, just because they oh. they kind of short circuit them. So like they they essentially got short short circuited kind of oh wow oh i'm so i'm so disappointed i wanted to rewire one and name it soy phone b and man soy phone you sound all right like i you know i'm glad i i was kind of worried that you were still like you know going through the the you know reboot process or whatever um candor's gonna take a big sip of of coffee like um, so you guys given much thought to, uh, how this whole thing's going to go down? Well, don't we have to finish getting that, um, the, the dark net deck, the, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll get there, but after, oh, after, I mean, hmm. well, originally I thought we were going to try to go in as dead bodies, right? With the help of. Dr. White. Or we have the weaponry now that we could also, like, you know, make a distraction and try to sneak in. Because we have, so we do have a Octotread, but it's old. But Soyfengi, you could pilot it again um, from, like, a distance. And then, like, you create a distraction, you create some shit going on, and then, you know, we could get in maybe another way. Uh, I honestly think that that might work because I do have some unfinished business with my dear mother, and I think a missile flying towards her office with the Octotread would be a very interesting hello, if I'd say, if I'd say the least. Yeah, and I think that some of the Donatis were looking to mm, stir up some trouble with Sahara too, so like... I don't know. Some might, some people might be willing to help you out. Okay. Um. Let's see. All right. I'm thinking I could reach up to the Donatis then. Um. And I can go in, definitely take out that cow, and um, I'm sure that will cause more than enough trouble for you two to kind of sneak in. Uh, what do you think, Abel? I think. Anytime we do, like, 
distraction things, we tend to make things harder on ourselves. Okay, that's a fair point. So, are you thinking we should continue as bodies? I don't know. So, does does your mom know about your sister? Um, I'm sure she will find out if she hasn't already. Like, I think we need to get an idea of what the alert status is before we finalize a plan, but... Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to be vulnerable. Right, and taken into a trap. No, I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, like, we do kind of fuck up that every once in a while, so maybe, maybe we just keep the the stuff, you know, like the Octotread and the, um, how do you, what do you say, the wings, I guess? Like, maybe that's plan B, like, if shit really goes down emergency mode. Right. Or maybe we can pos- position those things to sort of facilitate our escape. Yeah. So. And I've also still got um, P-Brand. That's a good idea. So maybe maybe we spend some time just trying to, like, really do some good recon. Like, you got P-Brain. And then if we get this, this power deck thing, can you, like, hack into their system really easily, Soy? Oh, I could do more than that. Well, then maybe that's what we should do first is like, you know, set it. Can you create a program that would like turn off their security at a certain time or like set off all their alarms? Like, it'll create a distraction, but we won't be anywhere near to the distraction. It'll just be like an alarm goes off. Right. I could probably create a program that disables their security or better yet turns their security measures against them. So they could be fighting themselves. That'll create some chaos, um, enough for us to slip out. Especially, I'm thinking I could probably manipulate security measures, um, along certain paths that we could use to escape as well. So if we find our way in, think of, I guess, how we want to get out, um, we could take that path, shouldn't really affect us, so it should be able to get us out quickly, while everywhere else, they're kind of just dealing with everything. Don't mind me just running through some scenarios in my head really quick. So are you sure those bees are completely unoperable? Like, they're they're pretty done? I mean, you can try to make them work again, but I'm fairly sure they're fried. Okay. Hmm. I was wondering if we could send the bees inside. Contingencies mean we're planning on failing. Yeah. We, we need to focus our efforts on doing the best that we can and expecting not to fuck up because we've covered all angles. I mean, do we need to get this deck? We're, we're getting this deck first, right? Before we... Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, do we even know that this deck is easily attainable? Um, We know where it is as of right now, but if it's guarded, um, not sure. So I guess... We'll have to find out more about that as well. I mean, this was this is coming off of the intel from your sister, right? Uh, right. And so was it in her possession or was it in Sahara's possession? Or does that mean one and the same? Oh, you have a point. So Sahara could have something to do with this, huh? But it's in the south. It's in the South Wharf, though. So, uh, have we? Have we heard anything of Sahara operating anything in the South Wharf? 
I don't, I don't, well, that's the thing. I don't know. Cause they're kind of like, they can be all over the place. Right. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess we don't really know until we get there and kind of see what we're getting ourselves into. We've got too many, too many unknowns. What's, when we, we get the Hellfire deck, we get the Sahara, then, then what? Then we gotta get in. I think, I think we recon. We spend some time, you know, doing our homework, like you're saying, Abel. You know, make sure we have all our bases covered first. Um, see what kind of, like, weaponry... We kind of know what weaponry you have, but, like, security on the upper floors that we weren't able to access. Where the actual, you know, lab is, where they might have her body. And try to map out every single way we can get up there and get in. And do it quickly, too. Candor's just gonna, she's looking at her agent, um, and kind of tosses it out into the middle of the table, uh, and says, I mean, I know you guys have been here before, but there's the building layout. Maybe it'd be easier to map it out that way. Yeah. But I think I also, like, I I like the layouts. I I know the stuff that we can get online is good, but I think it would also help if we had, like, eyes closer on it like pea brain because we've been caught unawares before by things being a little bit different or security being harder than it should have been like you know during the heist right i think it's safe to say with everything that's been going on out in the world i mean i don't know how much you guys are watching the news but like what with a war coming, uh, I'm imagining security is probably tighter than it has been. Yeah, that's why I think I think the layout's a good place to start. But I think you know, having eyes on the in the air in the place. So I was just thinking, you have a relationship with Popper, right? Yeah, I can I can talk to Popper. If any, if anybody's gonna understand how. A major corporation like Sahara tightens their belt for sourced situations like this. It's going to be popper. Yeah, you know, that's right. The same kind of security measures the Donatis are going to take whenever shit like this starts going south. It's the same kind of security measures that Sahara is going to do. So if we can know that and anticipate it ahead of time, maybe we can prevent, you know, body number three. That's fair. I'll talk to Popper about it. We'll we'll get something working. I know, they'll help me out. They'll help us out. Okay. And um, after we acquire the Hellfire deck, um, what if I went into Sahara alone? Um, Dr. White transports my body inside and I slip out, try to find a terminal and see exactly what... I can control security and systems-wise with the Hellfire deck. Um, If I can disable security quietly, um, I might be able to slip back out without anyone knowing, and we'll know exactly how much control we have um, while we go in again. Candor just kind of... Well, I mean, you don't even have to be on site for... That's that, what right? I was thinking. Like, I, I think the idea is good if we do need you to get, if we need to get somebody inside to like kind of open the doors per se. But 
if this deck is as strong as you guys say it is, then we don't need to put you at risk. And that's what we're trying to prevent. Yeah, Dark Matter traversed the open net with it. He didn't need to be at, on location. Right. Point point A, I mean, where where we found his, his dead-ass avatar was nowhere near where the deck was. Oh, that's true. Okay. I wasn't sure if there would be, you know, like a delay or like if, you know, it would be weaker if I was further from it. But, I mean... It's the best deck there is, so um, I'm sure that this isn't something that it couldn't handle. I I think we'll we'll try to. I think we'll all work in the shadows first, and then we when we can, we'll all go inside together. I don't want any one of us, you know, being separated. I don't want anything happening again. Right, right. We've come this far as a team, and we should finish this as a team. Except for you, Kennedy. We're not going to put you in, in harm's way. You're going you're to stay with some dangerous mafia types. Yeah, that's, oh. uh, yeah, that's totally fine. the safest place for you right now, unfortunately. Oh, wow. I was going to root for you, Kander, and say that you survived the open net, but okay. Oh. I don't want to do that again. That was That was because I was trying to fulfill Smoke's dying wish. I have no... I like you guys, but and I, and I do want to see Sahara taken down a peg, but I've got no dog in this fight as far as like me needing to be there for unfinished business reasons. I'm I'll help where I can, but I'm st- I'm staying out of there. Relax, Kander. I was merely joking. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, first things first. Uh, let's acquire this Hellfire deck. And see what it can do. And then um, we can move to the next step of our operation, huh? Yeah. So, lead the way to uh, where we gotta be. Let's go! Kander's going to push up from the table and, like, grab her jacket, kind of throw it over her shoulder, and say, onward to victory. Yeah. To the South Wharf. All right. Word. (laughs) So far, she jumps up and is ready to go. Um, You guys go outside uh, to where Soifangji's sister's car is parked. Um, I'm gonna, like, pause Saul out the door and just, like, say, Saul? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this a good idea of putting Sufanji into that vehicle? Um. I mean, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I don't think we have really a point, a different car at this point, so. I don't even think Sufanji had, like, realizes that that's her sister's car. Like, I, I, I can't think of a situation where Soifunji would have seen her driving it. That's fair. That's fair. I'm sure you, you're in the back of your head, you're, you're probably thinking like, huh, you know, like, this is just her style. If the, it, like, not even, not even connecting that it, it, it is in fact her car, but you, you just like kind of roll your eyes. Cause you're like, this is so 
this is so fucking my cause. Right. Right. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Let's 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 fast forward a little bit because like I was just like surfing she's oblivious to the fact that us are sister's car. <laughs> and all right. So are we in the car? Where where are we at? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys are in the car, and and Candor's gonna go. So Susan, huh? Susan. Sarfoshi looks at Candor. Um, yeah, that's what my cosplay called me, and you know what it did? It pissed me off. So I wouldn't call me that if I were you, Candor. So I'm just. I wanted to. Know, I just was curious about how it was spelled. Oh. Um. I guess somebody spells Susan. S U S A N. I never. I never asked. I just, <laughs> I just guessed. So I didn't want to know, but I don't know. Now that you speak on my cause, um, this car does kind of seem like this is something that she would drive, huh? Oh uh, no, this is definitely not a car. No, this has nothing, no bearing on your sister at all. Like, this shouldn't remind you of your sister at all. So I was going to start, like, trying to flip the radio on, and, like, every time the radio turns on, it's just a different, like, anime opening. And you can hear him just going, like, fuck shit, like, every time trying to change the channel. But it goes to a different, like, anime or K-pop band. Hmm. So, Abel, where did you get this car? Uh, I found it. Just hit the radio, it goes off. Candor's, Candor's like... It's Colm's car. Damn it. You remember Colm. Spider this, Tattoo. One of the Donatis. good, Abel. Shit. Um, okay. Because if I... If my logic drive wasn't malfunctioning, I would... I would say this is... Is that the only thing malfunctioning? It is. Uh, you know, I just... You, you took one too many hits on the noggin and... just I worry about you, Sue. A tear falls down Soifunji's eye, and, like, she's silently repressing the fact that she killed her sister, and she kind of just, like, grabs the, grabs the steering wheel and the gear shift and just kind of gets ready to go. Okay, is this a stick shift or isn't this? It doesn't have a clutch. (laughs) I don't think it's a, I mean, it has a, a... Okay. It has one of those little knob things instead of like a prindle. Yeah, yeah. It's one. Of, it's got one of those just little spin dials. It's actually a rotary phone <laughs> in the in the middle, <laughs> like inside. You open the glove box, and it's a fucking rotary phone. That'd be fucking hilarious. Traced calls. Oh, hold on. Let me just dial up drive here. One second. <laughs> dial up drive. Operator here. Connecting you with drive. <laughs> uh, operator, how do I reverse? Well, you want to put a, what is that, a stiff upper lip on and just pull up your britches, take off your, your trousers and ready for fisticuffs, you see? Yes. No one needs the internet. Yes. <laughs> that will send your enemies straight into reverse. Hmm. So... You guys uh show up in this weird fucking car, I guess. Um and uh you're at the location and it is there's like a a fence around um just a kind of pile of rubble. And it says on the on the um on the fence in like a, a banner, 
that's just like advertising for a new a new development project. There's going to be like apartments, affordable affordable apartments on the docks. What? It's, this must be before gentrification sinks its dirty claws in. No, oh, I, I I don't think this is real. This has got to be like a cover up for something. One hundred percent. It's a tax shelter, motherfucking tax shelter. Hmm. Okay, so the ping only gave the proximate location i guess it doesn't really tell us where or how to find it okay so is this is this like is there a building here or is there just rubble there's rubble there was a building here there is rubble now oh god so we gotta dig do we have to dig it sounds like we have to dig why don't we like look around first like if if this was some like hideout of like a um i don't know super hacker like there's got to be a door somewhere i don't think they're gonna fucking dig through all this shit every time well think how much sufanji wants to dig i feel like this guy would just find a really convenient rock to stick hmm, that's fair i mean right canner's gonna be like i mean he's been dead for like 50 years oh oh yeah man i even be here anymore how close are we to the water it's like on uh, the dock it's right like, um so, so there's, you can like, this apartment building will have like the, the balcony you'll be able to see out onto the water, but you're probably like, you know, five or six buildings in from the actual like waterfront. Okay. Okay. Cause if it was on the edge of the water and I was a net runner, then I would definitely have a sub aquatic entrance. That's what I was asking. So... Okay, um, Surfungi is going to use her scanner to see if she can pick up any, like, type of terminal that might be underneath the rubble, uh, just kind of get an idea if there is anything down there. Uh, sure. Yeah, you, you can give me a roll. Okay, three, um, interface is ten, thirteen. You're getting, like, a kind of like a fuzzy image of maybe something uh, like some sort of sub sub level um in this in this rubble okay um all right sifunji turns off her scanner and says there's definitely something down there okay so if there was an entrance that existed 50 years ago um what where would it be um Okay, so Funji pulls up her agent and kind of, like, tries to find, like, a, like, a map or zoning, like, information on what this area looked like at the time that Dark Matter, Dark Matter would have operated out of here, just to kind of see how different it looks, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, um, give me a... Uh, let's go with, let's go with deduction. Hey, while Sufanji is doing that, I'm going to just start, like, surveying the rubble and surveying the area looking for, like, either a fireplace or, like... You, Abel, give me deduction for that. For Sufanji, I'm going to ask for a library search roll. 
Okay. That skill of using databases, the data pool libraries, and other compiled information sources to find facts. And Abel is going to skill of taking several clues and leaping to a non-obvious conclusion or medical medical diagnosis. All right, deduction that makes more sense. Cool. Yes. That's part. Okay, so my base library is sixteen, and I rolled a nine, so twenty-five. Seventeen for me. Fucky. Okay. Um. So you're definitely able to, so if I G, you're definitely able to find like a, a old, like old photographs of this building. Um, and you can see there's like a, uh, there's like a, a laundry chute system. Um, that was like in a part of this building. You can kind of make out the piping, uh, along the outside of the building, um, through these pictures. Uh, and, you can you relay that information, and with that, uh, Abel is able to kind of kick around in that area um, and see a a hole where the chute would would go. Um, I mean, there's rubble in it, but that is what you can find. Okay. Um. Um. Based on like. Abel's just going to stop and just thinking about the last time that she discovered something slightly important to Sufungi and is just going to be like, um, I'm not, I'm having actually got some dirt in my eye. Sufungi, do you want to come in? Um, this looks like it might be important, but I, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble seeing. Okay, Sufungi strolls over there. All right, great job, Abel. Uh, yeah, I just got fucking this... dirt in my eyes. Ah. And I'm backing up. Understood. So when she gets get, get, got her hint <laughs> and proceeds to like bend down and uh, how big is a rubble? Can Sarvanji like lift it? Um, I mean, it's not like it's not covering the hole. It is in the hole. Yeah, but I was guessing it was like filled filled up with it. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, there the the chunks are the chunks are a size that you could probably, you know, pick up and lift with your hands, but it'll take like quite a while to excavate. Ooh, if you're okay. doing it by hand. Okay. Um. So we know there's something here. So now we just have to get all this rubble out. There's a whole sheet system. Is that just for the building, or um? Was that was Sarfungi able to de- to determine if it was connected to like a sewer system or something, so we could like go down a manhole and like kind of trying to find an area? That's no, still- this 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 looks like it was like just the laundry system for that building. Okay. Did Saul bring any bombs? No, no, I uh, I didn't I didn't think we were gonna need them. Yes, I didn't think we would need them either. Um. Okay, so maybe we should just like. Do it the old-fashioned way with some elbow grease. Everybody just start picking out rocks. <laughs> and approximately how long would it take to remove this rubble if it was four people? Like, moving stones. Um, If you get a good working system, uh, probably, like, two hours. Okay. Um, I mean, we definitely have the time, and I would prefer to take the time to get this thing than go in half-cocked, you know? Right. Okay, um, so Sarfungi suggests that we all just form sort of like an assembly line, um, like two people inside handing rocks to people on the outside and just like 
trying to remove this rubble to, like, see, like, what's inside this chute and follow it to wherever we need to go. Psst. Over here. It's Gavin interrupting the action to bring you some ads. This is your opportunity to do some soul searching and ask yourself, am I supporting Roll Warriors on Patreon? If the answer is no, maybe consider changing that about yourself. 2022 is a great opportunity to do all those things you've been meaning to get around to, like subscribing for $5 a month to get exclusive bonus content and get to suggest the prompts for future bonus episodes like some Roman emperor. Go to patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors to join the party with fellow patrons Daniel Sittler, Billy Young, and James Beatty, and tell us what entertains you. If becoming a patron isn't on your 2022 resolutions, maybe following Roll Warriors on Twitter is what you've been meaning to do. In that case, we'd love to hear from you and just vibe. Lastly, for those who keep thinking, boy, I sure wish I knew more about the cast and characters, you can visit our website at rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. That's everything. Hope to be reading your name in the next episode. Yeah, okay. So after two hours of this um, grueling work, I mean, the... I think you probably have to switch halfway through because it is just like, you know, picking up brick after brick of cement. It just gets all over your, you know, all over your hands and you're like, there's cracks that are forming and you're, you're getting, you know, abrasions here and there. So it's, it's just tough work. Um, but eventually one of you moves a, a piece, a big piece, and then like the rest just collapses down into what looks to be like a, a floor below. Um, and you, you hear some like, you know, clanging noises as it hits the ground. Guys. Yes. Yeah. I think we got a thing. There's a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's definitely something down there. Okay. Give me, um, give me just a second to vomit really quickly. That was a lot of fucking bricks. We had to fucking move. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So, so G suggests that all of the f- fleshier humans kind of just sits and rests for a moment, and uh, Sofungi, um, yeah, you guys, uh, thanks for the help. Um, mm-hmm. any time. Yep. You rest. Um. Well, I I will hop into this hole and see what I can find, and if anything. What the fuck is... did we talk about earlier? Don't go alone. Just give it like five minutes. Let's just catch our breath. God. Yeah, but I don't. I, but I don't need to catch my breath. I'm just I, looking I, I around. I don't care. Don't go alone. You're gonna get fucking some weird shit's gonna happen. Then we're gonna have to make sure. I don't know. We're gonna like. I have to tase you to make sure you don't kill everybody in your sight. Not that we have a taser or anything. Yeah, for that particular I, I purpose, to, we would have to go find one. Yeah, I'd have to go find one. I I don't have one on no. me. No. Yeah, I mean, I I feel fine for the most part. I mean, I I just I see the opportunity to do this efficiently and. 
I don't require rest, so I can look around, and if anything is amiss, then I can quickly return to the situation or this position and kind of let you know what to expect before you go down there since, you know, you are so squishy. Soifeng Ji, in the back of your head, you're like, do they have a taser? Would they tase me? Soifeng Ji's trying to talk out of being tased. <laughs> so... Like, what, what, Soifeng Ji, I understand, but like, what if we also just sent P-Brain down? Yeah. And I'm just going to tap little P-Brain awake. So he can he can go and do some recon I suppose that is a viable alternative. And so Frozy just sort of sits cross-legged on the ground, disappointed that her adventure has been cut short. <laughs> P-Brain flits to life um, and just kind of uh, gives like three or four passes around your, your head, Abel, um, just kind of chirping happily. Uh and then, yeah, you can you can see through its eyes and get to get to. I'm just work. gonna put one hand on Saul's shoulder and just focus in. All right, little buddy, let's get to work. All right, so I think she's gonna get up and walk over to Abel and say that I want to know everything that's happening. Uh, is there a way that I can see to you? And <laughs> just imagine Soifungi is fucking uncomfortably close. Yeah, let me see inside your brain. Right. Ear to ear. <laughs> Tell me what do your elf eyes see? Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to hear Abel's eyesight. Take the two eyes you got. <laughs> Alright, what does P Brain see? Alright, uh you go down into this hole. Um and it looks like when you get to the bottom, uh it's pretty dark. Uh P Brain has like a little infrared or a or a night vision setting that they can switch to. Um and they'll and they'll trigger that, and um, so it looks like you're in like the sub level of this uh, building. It might have been like it might have been like part residential, um, because it looks like there's a couple of there's a couple of like the these big like laundry basket like crates, you, you know the the ones. Uh, Will knows the ones that the the hotel style. Like just big box box carts. Yeah, the um, big old like. Yeah. Uh, you, I mean, they're like laundry carriers, but they're also just like they carry everything. Uh, yeah, like yeah. canvas ones like, with wheels. Yeah, like the prison bins. <laughs> so, so there's a couple of those kind of at the bottom, um, and they have just really, really old clothing um, in in there. Off to the kind of the right hand side, uh, they, it looks to be like an old, um, like laundry room with five or six washer dryer towers. Then uh, further down the hall, um, you can you can see there are a couple of like little lights, like maybe from some sort of like server or or monitor. The closest, or you get like close enough to it to to try to inspect it. Um, and, uh, pea brain is just kind of hit with like a wave of something and, and then you able your back out in outside. Ah, oh, fuck. What happened? Hold on. I'm trying to send like, do I get any sort of signal from pea brain? Nope. It's just static oh, in, in your little display. You just cut off and I'll explain what I saw. 
to the other two. Sancho G says, fuck. Okay, let's... Okay. Um, um, oh, that I think we should go. I, I think that warrants us going down. And uh, I think that warrants y'all going down. Um, it seems to, uh, to be some type of EMP device that uh, shuts down any type of um, electrical presence. If I go down there, I will probably die. <laughs> and, but I mean, um, couldn't all of us kick out since we have some sort of cyberware? We don't know how this is going to mess with our chips either. Yeah, I'll look over at Candor. Yeah, everyone looks at Candor. <laughs> <laughs> but She's you just can like, jack in, so you have cyber. Uh, you have cybernetics too, don't you? Well, yeah, I've got a deck. Um, that's kind of. I don't want to go down there by myself. It kind of seems right. like I mean, we could go. all go, and then Saul, so you and I could go. Okay, I mean, <laughs> Candor, do you want to come along? I I want to see this thing through. Um, yeah. I just I don't know. Surfing G says that like I get the feeling that this Candor, I don't know, you have net equipment. And I get the feeling this might be some type of living brain wipe. <laughs> and um we have net gear. And if it is, we don't know what could happen to us. Um Saul and Abel don't, but it just seems like if there is a trap, it will be a specific, specifically designed to be anti-netrunner. It's fair, but I'm probably if it's if it's hardware, I'm probably the best at disabling it. That's true, but is that a risk that you want to take? I know we're so close. If I'm not jacked in, I'm I might be okay. Okay. It's not that I care about you, it's just you're still useful and I would Wow, hate. that's kinda of fucking mean. <laughs> and shit. I, I'm sure she, I'm sure she doesn't actually mean that, Candor. It's just like how Abel always gives me horseshit, you know? Like, okay. Granted forty percent of the time Abel means the horseshit. That you know she gives to me, but I'm sure Soy cares about you, Candor. I I don't take it personally. I I know what's going on with her. Yeah, let's just let's just do this. And Candor is gonna just like cl- you know climb to the hole and kind of dangle her feet down. Oh, okay. All right. You know, after you then. So we'll follow suit, I guess. Alright, Sifenji says, everyone, be careful. No one die. If your agent works, please tell me everything that's happening. And um, I will keep guard since I can't do anything else for now. Yeah. And then Sifenji sits down cross-legged again. Okay. Um. So, yeah, Candor... She'll drop, um, she, she's just like, uh, these were for a rave later, but I've got a couple of glow sticks. Um, don't ask. And just kind of breaks one and, and drops it down, uh, and then drops down after it 
into the dark pit. And then you hear her hear her go, it's safe. You guys can come. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe we should check to see where the glow stick landed before you just jumped headfirst in there, you know, trying to. Well, I didn't jump headfirst. I jumped feet first. Oh, Jesus. Uh, she has a point. Abel. Let's go. Abel, Candor's taking after you and giving me horse shit. Yeah, you're welcome, Saul. Fuck. I did live in her apartment, so... God, fucking osmosis. I've got dirt on her, too. <laughs> uh... Yeah, she knows how fucking... Wow. Absolutely miserable I am. And I just drop in the hole right after she... <laughs> right after Gander. <laughs> okay. All right, Saul. So yeah, you just... You and Soy Fung G are just standing out here. You know, Soy, you might be going through the cyberpsychosis, but sometimes I think you're the most sane out of all of us. And, I mean, I'm the most logical, which I guess would qualify as sane. Yeah, whatever. Saul's gonna jump through the <laughs> jump through the hole, too. Okay. Yeah, you, you jump down. Um, uh, Phoebe kind of floats down next to you. Um, she goes, wow, it's uh, dusty in here. And, yeah, the, the four of you guys are in this um, in this basement. And there's lots of cobwebs, and there's lots of dust, uh, and it's very dark, save for the uh, glow stick in Candor's hand, and um, kind of a, a head in the hallway. You can see like a dim light, and you can also kind of hear because P Brain doesn't have didn't have like auditory sensors. Um, you can also hear kind of like a dull uh, throbbing music. Yo, Kinder, is this the rave you were going to? Not that I'm aware of. Lucky fucking day then, right? You know? Sure. We're, who's playing music down there? Uh, well, obviously somebody who likes rave music. Do you hear that shit? Does it sound like it's live recorded? Is there a difference? Um, It definitely, I mean, it's hard to tell because it's kind of, it's it's dampened by you know, distance and, and twists and turns and stuff. But, I mean, it just sounds like it's just a, you know, just a song. Is it a live NPR Tiny Desk concert? I must know. No, it doesn't sound like that. From what you can, all you can hear is kind of just like a, a throbbing bass and kind of like a, an a aggressive percussion. We like throbbing okay. and aggressive. That's our two favorite code words there. Mm-hmm. Shoot, man. All right. Well, should we try to be quiet then? I don't even fucking think they would hear us over that shit. Let's just... Whatever. Um, Should we pull out our weapons? Are, are they even going to be like... Can they fight cyber whatever monsters? To... Kanner goes, no. Um, but you won't also see them... And they can't also damage you. Oh, okay. So I think you're okay. 
All right. Well, if there's like a high magnetic like frequency or pulse field generator, I, I don't know necessarily if we want to pull our guns because magnets and metal, right? Um, maybe we should just stay holstered for now. Good, good with me. Hey, how does how does actually how does Phoebe look? Um, Phoebe looks like she always does. Okay, so I will. I'm just gonna say, so I will keep track of that and like try to glance to her every as often as able as we get like closer to um the source of this and see if like the electromagnetic stuff if he can a feel the electromagnetic field and b if he sees her react to the electromagnetic field. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can keep an eye on on Phoebe. Um. Yeah. You guys walked like halfway down the corridor. Um, you can, you can hear the music starting to get a little bit louder, uh, and you can see kind of the, just the glow of like monitors, um, and stuff off, off to the left, uh, and on the ground is a, um, just powered down pea brain. I'm going to like scoot a foot down out and try to scoop him up. Yeah. Yeah. You can just, you can grab him. Uh, if you inspect him, he's just kind of, he's got like a little scratch from where he, he kind of plummeted to the floor unexpectedly. Uh, but otherwise, otherwise he just seems to be offline. Is, uh, is P-Brain okay? Uh, do you think you'll be able to use him again? I'm going to try to boot him up real quick. Yeah, it, it flits to life. Um, but it definitely like stays perched on your shoulder. Oh man, I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna keep him close at hand. I don't know what I don't know what the fuck that was. Man, strange strange times at the Circle K, man. <laughs> and the music is still going on? Yep. Do we get the so Yeah, everyone's agents. They do go off. Make a ding, yeah. Um Oh, oh, that's from Soy. Okay. We are okay. How are you? Sarfungi responds, Bored, did you find Pea Brain? What happened to it? Yes. Had power go out. What mean? What do you think it means for someone like you? Was Pea Brain fried? No. Sarfaji responds, Interesting. It may not be an EMP. It may be some sort of jammer. That won't kill me. Seconds later, you just hear a plump <laughs> echo through the corridors as Sarfaji has jumped in. <laughs> oh, okay. Um... I guess we'll just wait until Soy catches up and also see if there's any effects of this jammer on Soy Fungi. Well, I mean, you guys, yeah, you guys haven't, I don't think, moved any further than where P you found Pete. Yeah. I mean, one of us, one of us should kind of test the water, so. Okay. All right. Hold on. the guy who died already. I'm going to, like, pop salt. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a pain in the ass for me to drag you back if you pass out. And I'm gonna step forward. Oh, okay. um, 
Okay. Yeah, Abel, Abel, you step forward. Uh, what all cyberware do you have? Just P-Brain and the um, chip. Yeah, P-Brain, like, uh, goes offline again, um, and you're kind of, you're you're left with this, like, empty feeling. Like, you, you haven't noticed um, since getting the implant, or, uh, like, P-Brain implant, um, how, like, connected you felt to it, but that connection's just gone right now. All right, so P-Brain's definitely offline. I don't really know if anything else is... I don't know if it's affecting the chip at all, but P-Brain is definitely not not present. Meanwhile, you just hear little clinks get louder and louder and louder and louder as Cypher's is sprinting towards her location. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't take you very long. It, it took them maybe three minutes to walk this far. Uh, so it takes you, you know, half that. And, and you're... you're You've arrived at them. Are you feeling okay, though, Abel? Like, is there any... Do you feel like you're going to pass out at any given second? No. No, I wouldn't. Uh, what's happening? Abel's... Abel walked forward a little bit. She's like, mm, maybe like 10 feet down that way. You can kind of you can kind of see her. She's got like the... She's holding on to the glow stick. Okay, is P-Bang still operational? No. Okay, so whatever it, that was starts here. Yeah, so that's why we that's why Abel decided to go f- ahead a little bit to see if there would be any other negative effects, but there wasn't any, so I guess we can all c- go forward cautiously. Okay, so Abel, pull out your agent. I'm gonna pull out my agent. Uh, your agent is offline. Okay. Um. Yeah, there's some type of field. That is, it's strange. It's like, I don't know how to describe it. And it's like a continuous, it's not frying anything, but it's just sending them offline. Yeah. Candor's going to say one word. She's like, dampening, maybe? Yeah, so Sufungi, I don't know what this would do to you. Yeah. I mean, we could find out and then Saul could probably drag you back. Saul, do you have any upgrades? Uh, not, well... Not since I came back. Okay, I have an idea of what'll happen. I'll just step through and collapse. Um, I mean, all of my organic parts will be fine, but anything that's, you know, life support, um, not sure what will happen. Um, uh, I'll probably just suffocate. Uh, what I may if, have to. Could it possibly be like go a good way like maybe your cyber psychosis disappears for a little bit because the pressure of the chips is gone theoretically that's possible um but judging as i probably wouldn't survive very long does that even matter okay yeah maybe you should just sit like right here then and not go any further okay this is just a theory we could just test it and see what happens i mean as long as you carry me outside of range there shouldn't be any lasting effects. I kind of just want to see what, what'll happen. Okay, so I will, like, walk like, two paces behind Soy as Soy walks into, like, the, the dampening field, I guess. Just ready to, like, catch her and run. So, so I find you, you're stepping in? Yeah. Um. So you immediately feel, like, extremely heavy. Um. What's, like, your organic body is is kind of carrying the dead weight of 
everything else that has just now shut down. Um, and you can, you can like start to see your vision get blurry and, um, others can observe that like blood is coming out of your nose. Okay. All right. No, nope. <laughs> shove, shove nope. Sifunji back. Nope, 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 nope. Sifunji falls backwards onto the ground. Yeah. And you, you feel like relief, uh, all of a sudden and like your, your, uh, weight returns to normal, like you know, your body feels light again, yeah, okay. and your vision is back to normal. Okay, so from G is just kind of checking her components, um, doing a, what's that thing called? A self-assessment of all of her diagnostic. components. Diagnostic? Yes, a diagnostic of all of her components to see if anything's, like, damaged or um, non-operational. And... Uh, okay, nothing's permanently damaged, so, yeah, it seems to be a dampener. Um, I can't go in. Um, this, this is interesting. Uh, it seems to be the only, I guess, the only one who can acquire the Hellfire deck if it's really here. Is someone with no connection to technology. It's a little, it's a little poetic, but also extremely infuriating. Yeah, most poetry is. <laughs> uh, That's really deep and a good like understanding of art there, Abel. Mm-hmm. Man, I never knew it. Did you get like a philosophy degree or something? No, that's all. I'm, I'm essentially an uneducated compound kid. Uh, oh, yeah. you went to the school of hard knocks. Okay, nice. That's poetic. Candor's uh, gonna take a step forward, um, just because everyone's kind of standing around doing nothing. Uh, and um, yeah, like she 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 grips her head for a second, um, and then and then kind of lets go and says, "Ah, oh, I have a killer headache," but. I think I'm okay. That's good, because we're probably going to need you to come along, because you probably are the only person that could deactivate this thing. I mean... Yeah, just don't shine that that stick right near me. Ugh. Saul, do you want to go ahead with Candor, and I'll hang back here with Sufungi? Yeah, that's... I, I like that. Um, yeah. Alright, Candor, you ready? Okay, uh, Sufungi... Pulls out her um, kukri and gives one to Candor and the other one to Saul, and just says, "Just in case." Okay. Oh, yeah. I I hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah, but you know, you know, you probably can't use any electric powered weapons. So you're right. I'm just worried about magnets. Um. But anyways, uh, Saul, do you take step forward? Yeah, Saul, go forward. Uh, when you do, I mean, so you've got a couple of like cyber optics, those, those cut off. Mm -hmm. Um, it's darker now than you've, than you are used to. Um, and, uh, because you are monitoring, um, Phoebe, uh, you see her like clutch her head. Um, and like, she's kind of her, her image is rippling a little bit. 
um and she's just like screaming out in pain but it's it's kind of like almost inaudible for you oh boy all right let's go quick come on yeah she she's gonna like put out a thumb like a thumbs up um and and just kind of say it's fine uh let's go yeah yeah phoebe just just give it like a minute okay uh okay come on canada let's go now quick yeah so you and you and uh candor start uh running towards um the light and uh there's like a a cup a couple of double doors um and you, behind the double doors you can see uh just a an entire like array of like servers and um just big towers that all have lights flickering on them um and the music has become now like pretty audible uh it is just like the thrashiest like chugging metal just very very like fast aggressive uh just death metal this doesn't seem like it's your scene candor candor candor's like no it's not all right let's move quick then and Saul will just kind of like shoulder the door open if he can yeah yeah you push you push on um and in this big this big room um you see like a there are probably six monitors um in this room and they're all they all have just kind of like a like a screensaver of just fire just burning in the background um and they all surround a chair uh that has uh a figure sitting in it and the music is like deafeningly loud uh there's just like lights kind of strobing everywhere god fuck this is really annoying Candor, can you turn the lights normal? Uh, she's like looking around for for a panel, um, and just kind of like, I I can't hear you. I'm gonna try to do the lights. Thank you. That's what I was saying. What? Saul's gonna start walking closer to the um, person sitting in the chair. Um. Yeah. Uh. It's actually now that like everything you're wearing like some metal. Everything on your on like on your personage that's metal is kind of being pulled to the floor, um, and it's it's tough. So I'm in, I'm gonna need you to make an athletics roll. Fuck, not my taser. Shit. Okay. Oh, that was a d6, the d10. Oh, okay. I was lower than a roll on the d6. So athletics, that would be eleven. Um. So yeah, you kind of like you kind of like collapse on the floor. Um, and you're just like crawling um, to to this uh, chair and um, you see the lights kick off and the music kicks off and then you feel like normal again. Um, and actually, uh, Sui Feng Chi and Abel, um, you there was like this. Yeah, there was like this this feeling this wave feeling in that hallway it's gone um and candor like helps you up Saul, and she's just like i found the off switch oh thank god that was annoying as piss there was just a fucking switch i can be taken down by a switch what is this you've met your match (laughs) i have never been more ashamed (laughs) in my life (laughs) 
I saw a flick. So I was gonna, you know, think, um, Candor, and like start moving towards the body again. Does this body look like desiccated? Is it like a fucking mummy? Well, if you turn the chair around, yeah, yes, it's a it's a skeleton. Uh, it's a skeleton wearing kind of like a very punk rocker um, outfit, and on its head like kind of draped over its head like a visor um is just like this red and black um like shiny uh interface it just it's <laughs> very small very simple uh in design but it and like on one little corner uh of like the eyepiece um it just says burn in hell uh. oh that's cool so I was going to pull it off the body of this thing. So Fonzie runs up and grabs it from Saul. <laughs> Wait, are we up there? Fuck, oh, all right. <laughs> oh my god, wow. this is it. Candor's going to, yeah, Candor's going yeah, to like look over your shoulder at it and she's like, wow. This is it, Candor. We found it. We really found the Hellfire deck. I. Yep. And then, like, and then you all hear just a slow clap. We turn uh, around and turn and turn around, and uh, so I find you. Your mother is standing in the doorway, um, and behind her are about six tricked-out security guys with um, kind of just like full. Uh, n- like almost ninja garb. It's like a cyber ninja uh, getup, and they all have guns trained on you. Uh, and she says, "Excellent work, daughter." Sorry, and I hand it over. Sorry, from says, "You spiteful bitch." <laughs>